Hey guys, welcome back to Podcasting as Punk Rock. Today, three random but hopefully helpful podcasting tips. This is the August edition, so I might do this every month if you guys like the format of today, so it's going to be super quick. Number one, if you know that your guest or co-host, and this is for in-person conversations or interviews, if you know that they're a big puffer jacket wearer or they just cannot go anywhere without their puffer jacket, just send them a clip of Leopold Fitz from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. say this is how podcasting feels about puffer jackets and it will say they're the absolute worst. You are being, without a doubt, the supreme absolute worst. That's tip number one. Puffer jackets should be nowhere near a microphone. Number two, when you're running potentially destructive audio repair plugins, so that would maybe be something like D-Reverb or D-Mouth Click. This is how I approach a new audio repair plugin. First, I turn every single dial or control up one by one to the absolute extreme. And even if it completely destroys the piece of audio I'm working on, I want to know what is this doing at the extremes? What is this actual effect when it's overdone? Then I back it off to a point where you can still hear it working. And you're like, okay, that's slightly more usable, but it's still affecting the sound maybe in a slightly unnatural way, but I can still hear everything that's happening. I then back it off again to the point where I start to question, is this still doing the thing it's meant to do? And just when I get to that point, for example, in the Isotope 10 mouth D-click, the difference between 2.5 on the sensitivity, I think the reading is, I don't have it open in front of me, or 2.2, is the gap where I find most of the recordings I do. I can hear it working and it's working well. I back it off to 2.2. I can see by the readout that it's still picking up clicks as I move along, but I can't audibly hear that it's changing the sound profile. That's the point that I stay with in all of these audio repair plugins. If you can really hear this stuff working, it's too extreme, in my opinion. Now, number three, and this may be a slight luxury, I guess, but what I'm talking about here is having really, really budget spare equipment, something just to get you through one recording. So please endeavor to have a spare set of headphones with you, whether that's at your studio, at the home studio, whether you're out and about, have a spare set of headphones, even earbuds, something you can plug in to your existing recorder or system in case a set of headphones goes down, in case they get broken, maybe the cable's not working, and or what happened to me the other night, I had a channel basically completely die, channel one, headphone channel one, on my Rodecaster Pro 2, which I haven't yet diagnosed. I haven't been in there to fix it yet. I was kind of that cranky at the time that I had a four-person podcast and only three sets of usable headphones that I haven't gone back in to fix it yet, but I'm going to do that probably later today. So I actually had a spare set of headphones at the studio, but I didn't have a headphone splitter. And even if I did, I also didn't have the adapters to adapt the headphones the right way. My spare headphones, the only ones I had there, had a quarter-inch adapter, but all of the headphone splitter cables that I have take one-eighth inch, so I still wouldn't have been able to adapt the headphones and use them even if I had the headphone splitter. So I ran over, I got my spare headphones thinking the cans had died and it turned out it was actually the channel that had died and no headphone splitter. 
clients were looking at me like, what's going on? Are we ready to start here? And I had to essentially just muddle through that whole episode. I did a check on someone else's headphones. I gave them back to them. I checked a few other different times. So I did a whole recording visually. These guys are all super used to headphones now, and I've trained them all to use headphones. I can't then say, oh, I'm going to take your headphones back and have that person thinking, well, why don't I get headphones? Why am I the one that misses out on hearing myself? So yeah, just have some spare gear. It doesn't even have to be that good. It can be old stuff that you just pull out of a drawer that you never thought you'd use again. But if it's usable for one recording and it reduces stress or gets you a little bit closer to a good result, I think it's worth having that close at hand. So they're my three tips for today. Let me know how you feel about that and I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.